0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany Wright. Hello and welcome back to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie with me, Bethany. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me for this week's episode. I know a few weeks ago I did the 101 about packing and everything like that, but this week's episode is a great addition because I got so much feedback, and I wanted to expand on the packing topic because all of you have so many questions, and I just want to help you guys out, and that's what this podcast is all about. So thank you so much for rating, reviewing, subscribing, passing it along to people that you know, and this week's episode is all about what to pack, Versus what to buy. I know we're getting into the nitty gritty, but that's what this podcast is all about. So it's a hot topic. I'm not going to lie to you. It is a hot topic because when you are an international camp counselor, there are so many things that returning staff members are like, yes, you need XYZ. But you only have one checked piece of luggage is 23 kilograms or 50 pounds, okay? And you're essentially going to live in another country for months. And you're only taking one checked in bag. So how are you going to decide what makes a cut into what gets in your bag and what you're going to bring with you versus what gets left behind? It can get stressful. So I'm going to guide you through what items you can purchase in your arrival city before you go up to camp or within that first week of camp. So you have it, but it doesn't take up any weight in your checked in luggage. So this is like the top tips. Save it, remember it, write some notes down, do what you need to do because we're getting into it, okay? So the first item that I would suggest to buy when you arrive, Okay, all of these are by when you arrive. Okay, The first one is a shower caddy. Now, before I worked in North America, I had no idea what a shower caddy was. It's, let me tell you, it's basically a plastic bucket um, that has a handle and you can carry around all of your toiletries and accessories to the shower easily. It's common to use it in dorm style things. So North American colleges, most of them have dorm style communal bathrooms. And that's why they're so popular over here. Um, But many North Americans use these at summer camp. Because at summer camp, sometimes your shower is not attached to where you could be sleeping. So I would suggest getting a shower caddy, because it's 100% necessary. I mean, when you're walking from your cabin to the shower house, what are you bringing with you? Think about it, just mentally prepare. what would you have in the shower already? Because think about it, these showers are communal, you cannot leave your stuff in the shower cubicle like you would do at home or at university. So think about how many products you have, how many items, I know personally, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, razor, razor gel, Um, like maybe a hair mask sometimes, my massager scalp massager thing that I do on a regular basis, plus my like wet comb, and that's just things off the top of my head. Now imagine trying to carry all of that not in a shower caddy, just in your arms, backwards and forwards to the shower house every time that you go. It's just chaos. So yes, a shower caddy is 100% needed and necessary. But you know, they're bulky to pack, they're hard to find in Europe, so it's definitely easier to just grab one in your arrival city. That's shower caddies. Two, flip-flops for shower use only. See the theme I'm going on here? So, following from my previous item, I suggest buying a pair of cheap slides or a cheap pair of flip-flops, just purely for your shower needs. So, Like I just said about the shower caddy, you may have to walk to the shower house. And so having just a pair of slides purely for shower purposes is great. Also, you're going to be showering in a communal shower house with other people. So walking around barefoot personally isn't my, like, go-to. And people have, like, asked me when I have brought this up, like, why not just use the flip-flops that you're taking, like, for daily use? and for me, that's a full-on no way. Camp is dirty, camp is dusty, and you're more than likely using these type of flip-flops down by the lake or the pool, walking to and from places, and so they're going to be dirty, and when you just come out the shower, you don't want to put these dirty footwear back on, right? You want the cheap pair that's just for the shower. Trust me on this, I've got a decade of summer camp experience in my back pocket. If you're not convinced, just trust me. Believe you me, trust me. Okay, so that's item number two that I would buy when I arrive. Number three, what I would buy when I arrive. And this one is 50-50, I would say, but what I would suggest is wait till you arrive in your arrival city and buy your large toiletries once you arrive. So your shampoos, your conditioners, your body wash, like we all know the dreaded weight of those large toiletries and the horror and the anticipation of wondering if these large items exploded and leaked all over your belongings. So why not avoid all of this and either do one of these two things. The first thing you can do is buy small travel-sized toiletries in your home country. And then once you arrive, you can buy the l- larger toiletries. But if you're, like, tied to a certain brand and you don't want to, like, chance not being able to find it in a different country, you could do the second option, which is purchase all of your big toiletries after you've gone through security at the airport. Now I personally have done both of these options and I would say personal preference sort of swayed me. Um, I, I have more often than not just purchased items once I've arrived in my arrival city just because I didn't want to lug them onto the plane and having to stow them and blah 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 and also like just price of things in the airport kind of like turns turns it off for me but if you have a specific brand and you don't want to put it in your chat luggage then yes buy it in the airport like set aside a budget to buy your toiletries in the airport after you've gone through security that way you'll have your home known brands you'll have what you like and what you know your hair likes, or your body likes, or whatever toiletry it is that you enjoy. But it's personal preference, but I say wait to buy. Buy when you arrive for toiletries, personally. The next one I say to buy when you arrive. It's a little out there, but again, trust me, it's a cheap tabletop mirror. Now, The summer camp I've been going to for the past 10 years doesn't have any mirrors. Okay, take that back. They have one mirror, and that's in the dance studio. Summer camp is all about nature and being yourself, and therefore some more traditional summer camps don't have mirrors because they don't want to perpetuate looking in the mirror and what have you. You should feel confident in yourself. And I love the statement about it, but... You know, when we're going on a day off or when you like want to look nice to go to a social or what have you, or just to do your hair, like a mirror comes in handy. So we know that mirrors are fragile items to have in your packed luggage. So once you arrive at your destination, just go to a dollar store, go to a Walmart or Target, um, whatever cheap store and pick up a small mirror. You can do it on your day off you can you don't have to wait but you know you can do your makeup you can do your skin routine you can shave confidently whatever a mirror helps you to do is great um so yeah cheap tabletop mirror get one another one i would suggest is not necessary but some people prefer it is a sleeping bag now i would say if needed and I'll let you know why. Wait until you you arrive to buy a sleeping bag. Traditionally, all summer camp staff bring their own bedding and sleeping bags and pillows and whatnot. But when you're flying in from another country, a sleeping bag can be bulky and bedding will take up too much space. So instead of wasting your space in your luggage, wait till you arrive at your destination and you can just purchase one from a big box store. Or Another way you could do it is, like, ask your camp before you arrive, do you supply bedding? Um, If they say yes, of course, then you don't even have to purchase anything. I would only say you would want to purchase a sleeping bag is if you were hired to be an outdoor wilderness leader, then I would say 100, 100, 100, 100, 100 percent, buy one when you arrive, buy one that will be nice for you, that will be your bedding for the whole summer more than likely, so buy one that you feel comfortable in and that you know is yours and to just feel more comfortable Um, and it's like you know what equipment you need for your role so you know exactly what you need rather than like having one lent to you from somebody somewhere that was left over at camp or something like that. Whereas if you are a counselor or a specialist at a summer camp and they provide bedding, the bedding is going to be okay for you. Like you do not need to go buy bedding from elsewhere. I would only suggest doing that if you are at camp for an extended period of time, say longer than four months. If you're there from like April through to October, then yeah, you can go to Ikea and get a nice duvet. Um, But if you're just there for the summer, the bedding that camp provides is more than okay. The last item I would suggest to buy when you arrive is rain boots, wellies, gum boots, whatever you call them, footwear that keep your feet dry. (laughs) Now, why do I say this? Summer camps are known to run their activities in whatever the weather. A little bit of rain won't stop them from having fun. So you, as an international staff member, need to be prepared to participate in all weathers as well. My first summer, I packed two pairs of trainers or closed out shoes, like a pair of Converse and a pair of runners, and three pairs of sandals. Two pairs of flip-flops and one like nice going-out pair of sandals. And it rained nonstop for my first week there. My feet were soggy and cold, my shoes couldn't keep up and never dried out. And on my first day off, I went to the local town, went into the thrift store, and purchased a pair of wellies. And it truly saved my summer. Instead of being like moody or uncomfortable in the rain, I was able to splash in puddles, chill with my campers, and be out making memories. Again, I would never pack these in my check luggage. They're more of a what-if purchase. So don't spend too much on them, because you may never need them if it's like a dry summer. But when that rain comes, oh boy, does it come. There's not like a sprinkling that gets you wet through. It's a hard pelt, and you're sopping wet. So, that's why I went to a Frith store, because I was like, it's fine, I'll get them, and then I'll donate them straight back after I'm done for the summer. When I knew I was coming back um, for my second summer, when I arrived in my arrival city, I went to their version of Primark at the time, which was Forever 21, I went to them, to their sale section, because all the summer stuff was coming in, and all the winter spring stuff was leaving, and I got a pair of wellies in the sale for $11. I can say nine summers on, those wellies still work. (laughs) I still have those same wellies, rain boots, gum boots. To this day, I leave them in a small box of belongings that I leave at camp every year for me to go back to, and they're still upstanding. And when I'm done with them, I will donate them. But for now, they are great. So that's what I mean. You don't have to spend a lot to get their use out of. So, they are all the items that I would suggest to buy once you arrive rather than pack in your hand luggage. Now, here is my list of what you should pack what you should pack right from the get-go in your luggage for summer camp. And most of these things is to make you more comfortable, to be able to have what you need, and because things are different in a different country. So, and it's hard to find the same, that can do the same thing. So stick with me, let's do this. The first thing I would pack is any medication or any like paracetamol or ibuprofen or whatever you would take. Say if you got a headache or if you got a stomachache, what would you take at home to get you to get through the day? What would you take? Or any medication or first aid, anything. For me, I don't really take, like, ibuprofen or paracetamol or anything like that, but for me, whenever I get a cut or a graze or a bite or anything, I always have Savlon. Savlon is just an antiseptic cream, but I use it religiously. (laughs) Whenever I get a cut, I put it on and put the plaster on over the top, the band-aid over the top. Um, It's it's my go-to. It's my saviour and it's just what I use, Um, but over here in where I live now in Canada, they don't have Savlon, they have a different brand, and it took me a while, because you're living at summer camp, you're not out and about in the real world every day, you're not seeing adverts on TV, you don't know what the comparison is, and when you ask people, they like look at you gone out trying to think, trying to understand what you're trying to explain to them. So medications, first aid stuff, what you would use in your day-to-day life, bring it with you. Yes, camp have health centers. Yes, they'll be able to give you something for your headache. However, it's not always going to be the same with what your body is used to back home. So I just say bring it. The second thing of what I would suggest to pack, might be controversial, but for a person from the UK, I would say bug spray. And I think this is because of the law here in Canada. So in Canada, the bug spray can only go up to 30% DEET. Now DEET is the thing inside the spray that kills the bugs. So in Canada, because they're so nice, they don't want it to go over 30% because then it would kill off all the bugs, right? But as someone who is new to a Canadian nature environment, the bugs like my skin. They love my blood. And I am covered in bug bites. So I found that the only bug spray that works to keep the bugs away from me and to stop me getting bug bites and stop being itchy is a higher D than what is sold in Canada. So I suggest to pack bug spray. Now, the brand I buy, I've been buying for over 10 years and it works a treat on me. Not to say it won't work a treat on anybody else, it's just my personal preference, And I'm not sponsored by them, but I should be. Um, Boots' own brand, it's their, like, Jungle Tropic Book Spray. It's, like, a big five on the front, and it's got a mosquito on the front, and it's meant for, like, when you're going on trips to, like, the rainforest and things like that. But I'm just using it at summer camp. Anyway, it's 50% deep, and it works a treat. It's amazing. I didn't pack it my first summer because I thought, oh, I'm going to a country that knows this environment. Of of course they'll have spray to warn off the bugs. No, they don't. It didn't work for me. They came after me more. I was so itchy that first summer that in my package that I got sent to me from home, because I didn't pack any jogging bottoms like a freak, um... (laughs) They put in some of this Boots bug spray in there and it was a godsend. (laughs) So I would say pack bug spray from back home, especially if you're going to a Canadian summer camp because the DEET will be higher at home than in Canada. So bug spray. So we've got medications, we've got bug spray. And what to pack? I would also say is clothes that you feel comfortable in. It's all well and good to be like, oh, there's no summer clothes here. I'll just wait till I get to America and buy stuff there. It's so much cheaper there. Like I'll have, it'll be just fine. Don't worry about it. That's kind of a like (laughs) hole. I don't know how to explain it, but like, pack clothes that you feel comfortable in, pack clothes that you know that you can spend the whole day in, pack clothes that you can sit down, stand up, bend over and what have you and still feel comfortable, pack clothes that you'll be able to go through the washer and dryer, come back and wear it again and go through that whole cycle, pack what you will feel comfortable wearing for the summer. Simple. Again, all of these items I suggested are my personal opinion of what will make your time living at summer camp more comfortable and what I have personally found I needed. Again, I never bought the more expensive option. I always purchase these items from a dollar store, a thrift shop, or a Primark style shop. (laughs) and kept the cost within my budget. You were going to purchase some of these items anyway, but now you're just doing it in a different country, and that's okay. If you have any tips or tricks or any questions, concerns, or anything you want me to bring up on this podcast, please, I love all of your input because I'd love to deliver what you guys are asking for, that's the whole purpose of this podcast to be this amazing community where we can help and share each other's perspectives and thoughts about this summer camp process. Um, please send it to me via my Instagram. I am Brit in the Six. I also am on YouTube shorts. I'm on TikTok. I even think I've got a Facebook page. I've got Twitter like you name it I'm I'm there I'm everywhere I am Brit in the 6 all one word all spelled out and on every platform that is me please I love hearing you guys and hearing what you think of the podcast hearing about things you want me to speak about on this podcast and just having a general conversation about some account because I am really passionate and I love hearing your experiences your excitement, your worries about going and going through that journey together is super, super special. So please reach out to me. I love it. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.